0: Welcome to another edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast This is a podcast I've been looking forward to for at least 15 minutes For at least (laughs) 15 or 20 minutes And that is another one of our historical retrospective podcasts This time it will be about WWE Money in the Bank Of course the pay-per-view is coming up So we have mixed in not only the Money in the Bank matches from WrestleMania But obviously the Money in the Bank pay-per-view Which believe it or not is about to embark on its 10th pay-per-view which is unbelievable to comprehend. couple of things. I'm going to lay out the menu for you. <laughs> uh, me and Dennis from Dennis Has a Podcast is back with me. Dennis did a great job hosting the WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble retrospective. So you've clearly done such a stellar job with retrospectives. I believe that you are now a regular. Welcome back, Dennis. Thank you for having me. Ev. Uh, so we will go through each Money in the Bank win and cash in. Now, by the way, I just want to point something out. My dog Dudley is with us. <laughs> so if you hear any kind of barking or whatever a dog sound is, it's coming from Dudley. We'll go through each Money in the Bank match and cash in. We'll also briefly at the end give a prediction for this year's Money in the Bank. But I want to start off with breaking news. Right before we started recording the podcast, we found out that the WWE Saudi Arabia show, you know, that blood money show that they have, will feature Bill Goldberg against The Undertaker. Now, my
1: first reaction is, great if it was 15 freaking (laughs) years ago. Your thoughts? I mean, how do they book that? Goldberg, in his return, didn't go more than, what, four minutes, five minutes? And Undertaker has shown to be not in really great shakes the last year or so. So how do you book that? You can't have Goldberg go over Undertaker, but why would Goldberg go unless oh, they're paying him a, a ton of money? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I envision, like, what, a four-minute match with a spear, Undertaker no-sells it, chokeslam uh, Tombstone? Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's how I – I mean, if you're asking me right now off the top of my head, I think Goldberg is in the Hall of Fame. He's made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think he respects the Undertaker, and I think he'll be totally fine with just doing the job for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, there were there were rumors that what Shawn Michaels got paid four or five million dollars last right. year for 18 minutes. Right. So for for three million bucks, I'm sure Goldberg's you like, know, you know what? I'll take the pen for five the, minutes. The
0: problem I have is that I, I know that the people in Saudi Arabia or the Saudi Arabian government love this, and they think this is really cool. I kind of find it depressing. I thought the Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, DX, Brothers of Destruction thing was lame. And it's sad because these guys are done and there also is no future to it. It's not like it's building to something else. So I don't know. I, I...
1: I'd prefer it not happen. And with the other... Well, I mean, for a variety of reasons, sure. With uh, the other two shows they did, they had the greatest Royal Rumble. So at least that, for a casual fan or like us, we'd be like, you know what? A really big Royal Rumble. Maybe we'll tune in. Or last time they had the uh, the, the tournament. All right, who, who's going to be the best in the world? All right. Yeah, yeah. what's that been? But That's but, been a waste, too. But my point being, this time, it doesn't really like they're going to sell it with anything else. So like, right. for me... The first two ones, like you had to at least be aware of it in canon, but I don't think you have to for this
0: time. There are, from what I've read, and maybe once we post this podcast, and maybe if you're listening a week from now, it'll be outdated, but I've heard of three matches that will happen. There will be a 50-man battle royal which is bizarre to me. Fifty
1: men in a battle royal. In the ring at one time?
0: Well, that's what a battle royal is.
1: That's a lot of people in the ring at one (laughs) time.
0: A battle royal is when they all start off in the ring at the same time. So 50-guy battle royal sounds very unappealing. And then this match, which has sucked every time I've seen it, but why not watch it again? Your boy, Triple H, against Randy Orton. Those are the three matches that have been announced.
1: I have zero interest in that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm with (laughs) you. All
0: right, let's get to Money in the Bank. But before we go through each one... I got to tell you, the WWE, over the course of the last 20 years, they've had a lot of ideas, and some of the ideas have just completely gone away. Remember the scramble match? Sure. Jericho won a title that way. Sure. How can I forget? (laughs) Of course. How could you forget? (laughs) Dennis, by the way, is a huge Chris Jericho fan, and you can follow him on Twitter at... Dennis has a podcast.
1: The D-Hap show, DHAP show.
0: DHAP show. Thank you. I wanted to get that out there. I appreciate that. All right, so follow Dennis. So the He's...
1: people. Yes, exactly.
0: Yes. So I wanted to give Give the you that people book. what they want. I appreciate that. I-, I think a lot of the ideas over the years has been lame. It hasn't stuck. This is one of the great WWE ideas we have seen since the Royal Rumble. Like, that Royal Rumble idea was amazing. If you look back at WrestleMania 21, when they unveiled the Money in the Bank concept, not only the excitement of that ladder match... But then the prize being, you get this dopey briefcase you can walk around with, and you can cash it in any time. I think it's, I got to tell you, and it's been a lot of years now. It's been 14 years, whatever it
1: is. I still think it's one of the most creative ideas WWE has ever come up with. Do you know, because in kayfabe, it's Jericho's idea. But I don't know if it, in reality is. I think it is. I think so, too.
0: I think I've read that it's Chris Jericho's idea. And that That's great. Good for him.
1: It's like the ladder match. Wasn't it Bret Hart's idea? Well, yeah. He brought it into the company and then other, you know... Obviously, the, the big one is Razor and uh, Michaels, which he doesn't get credit for. Right, but right, right. Yeah, it's an old Calgary idea for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The, the,
0: the problem I have, and we're going to get into each individual one, but the problem I've had is that it's a brilliant idea. I think the drama of it is great that you can carry week to week. He's got the briefcase. When is he going to cash in? I have felt way too many times, and again, we're going to go through all of these, that... They feel like, well, we have to have a winner and we have to have a cash in. And a lot of times it's been forced, but a lot of, a couple times, a couple times. You don't think a lot, you think
1: a lot is too strong. I would say about a quarter of the time it's been forced. Okay. We'll go through that. We'll, we'll say We'll get there.
0: Here's my other thing before we go one by one. I loved early on how it was a staple of WrestleMania. It became, okay, you've got your main event. And you've got the Money in the Bank match. And they had it as part of WrestleMania for five or six consecutive years. Six consecutive years is the total number. And when they made it a pay-per-view, and it was when WWE was going through that phase where every pay-per-view has to have a theme, to the point, even more than now, like Hell in a Cell was a pay-per-view, Fatal 4-Way was a pay-per-view. I mean, how stupid is that? We're going to have a pay-per-view called Fatal 4-Way. We're going to have a pay-per-view called TLC. We're gonna, and, and they still have a few of these, obviously. <laughs> But that's why they made it a pay-per-view. And even to this day, 10 years later... It's kind of disappointing because I thought it was better as a, as a really cool
1: staple of WrestleMania, certainly better than the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Well, for a couple of years there, they did that ladder match for the IC title. Was it two or three years in a row they did that? So yeah, I do like the idea of WrestleMania having these meaningful matches at Mania. But like I said, Andre, you know, well, Cesaro won the first one, and then they didn't really do anything with that. It went that. nowhere. So I'm with you on that. You know, I, I wish it was part of WrestleMania rather than its own standalone pay-per-view. But at least they're only doing one for the men and one for the women now, when they did two men's ones for a a period of time there, that was a little tough to take.
0: Now, that is a great point. You're going to see that once we get to about 2010, 2011. When they had the two championships, they would have two money-in-the-bank matches, and I think then you were taking a great idea and you were ruining it. Just imagine this, the Royal Rumble. Because I really do believe, and maybe this is saying a lot, it's not as good as the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is one of the greatest ideas of all time. This is the second best idea That the WWE has come up with and stuck with. Like, you want to throw the Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell, Ladder Matches. Well, King of the Ring's dead. But it was there for about 12 years. You're right. And and I'm glad you brought up King of the Ring for this point. King of the Ring, and let's start it with Bret Hart, like the first real Mm pay-per-view. You never won anything. But you always were about to get a big push. It was like an unofficial big push.
1: You weren't officially given a SummerSlam? um... Not until
0: Lesnar. Uh, Really? Yes. Every, think about this The first one was Bret Hart He got nothing Other than Hey we screwed the title Out of you from WrestleMania 9 You're the king of the ring The next one was Owen Hart mm-hmm. He didn't officially Get anything He just happened to Main event Or not really main event But fight for the title With Bret at SummerSlam Right mm-hmm. The next one was Mabel Again didn't officially get a title match at SummerSlam, but got a title match at sure. SummerSlam. The next one was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He never got a title match, but clearly we saw what what happened next, a major push. Triple H. Never got a title shot, but clearly what we saw what was next, major push. I may be skipping one here, but Billy Gunn. 99, yep. Big push. Got to fight The Rock at SummerSlam.
1: Oh, we fight Ken Shamrock oh, 98. Ken
0: Ch- and he got a push, too. Yeah, he did. So the King of the Ring was this weird match where you knew if you won, you were about to get a really big push. But there was nothing officially attached to it.
1: Sure. This is different. They attach something to it. I- I'm with you on that. I mean, it's very interesting to see who has gotten it over the years, what they've done with it, whether they teased it out, whether they cashed in that night, whether they became a main eventer, whether they slowly faded away, what the company believed in. Or, like you said, in some cases, I think about a quarter of the time, that they like, you know what, we need to put it on somebody. Let's see who <laughs> we put it on.
0: Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have to go through each one, and we're going to set up a clock. There will be Two minutes. We don't have to go two minutes with each one, but that'll be our time limit so that we don't get bogged down on one cash-in. If we believe that there was a cash-in two minutes wasn't enough on, write it down, and at the end of it, we could go back and circle around if need be. You got your pen ready, Dennis? I got my
1: pen. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to start the timer for the very first Money in the Bank from WrestleMania 21. So at WrestleMania 21, it was the introduction of the Money in the Bank match. Edge went on to win that match, and he held on to the briefcase I wish I had in front of me for but about nine months or so. He cashed in at New Year's Resolu- Revolution on January 8, 2006. The Elimination Chamber happened. Cena defended his belt. The cage raises. You hear no chance in hell. And here comes Edge. It was brilliant because it was the first one. And we didn't fully get (laughs) how it was going
0: to work. So for John Cena, who had this long title run, to have him all bloodied and beat up and then have to fight Edge, what I remember about that one is it's one of the best. But I think it's one of the best because it was new. It was different. It was the first time we were actually getting to see the money in the bank in action.
1: And a lot of us, you know, were edge marks. You know, he he won the King of the Ring in 2001. He won the Intercontinental title in 99 for a half second, but really became a single star in 2001. He got hurt. He broke his neck in 03, missed Mania, to, uh, mania 20. So he, was, he, he got started and stopped so many times. So when they finally put the belt on him, guys like me, who loved Edge, who was in the company since like 97, 98, seeing him win the money in the bank, seeing the concept of it, because we didn't understand right. how it was going to be cashed in. And he gave the briefcase to Vince McMahon, who did some some of the effect (laughs) of, like, you know what, kid? Show me what you got. Right. Because Vince was pushing for it. All the people in the back weren't. So Edge really made a name for himself You know what the negative,
0: though, is with it? Mm -hmm. His title run sucked. It was his title, it was, title run was for a few weeks because John Cena needed to get that title back so he could fight Triple H at WrestleMania.
1: But he became a main event player. It ties in with the next cash-in, actually. But he, he became a main eventer here, and he showed his worth for three weeks. And eventually, you know what? A year later, a couple months later, he was one of the biggest guys in the you company know, for five years. You know,
0: at the time, they said you had until WrestleMania, so this would have defeated the purpose. I think it would have been cool for him to cash in after he defeated Triple H so that he could at least have had a longer title run. Uh, fair enough. I eh. <laughs> Right at two minutes. That's not bad. I did filibuster the last 20 seconds. <laughs> I feel bad about that. All right. Cash in number two, WrestleMania 22s.
1: On June 11th, 2006, Rob Van... or well, before that, Rob Van Dam said when he was going to cash in his money in the bank, he was going to cash it into the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City for ECW One Night Stand. I love this one.
0: In fact, this may still be my favorite one because... In wrestling, for the most part, you don't have home field, road field advantages. I mean, sometimes if you're doing a gimmick about the country you're in, like the Hart Foundation, but for John Cena to have to go into an ECW arena, the Hammerstein Ballroom, calm down, Dudley, I know you're excited, and to have to deal with that crowd, the electricity of, if Cena wins, we riot. Like, that was awesome. My only negative is that RV didn't beat him clean. You needed Edge to have to jump in you know, with the mask on to help RVD win. That was my only negative to it, but I love the anticipation. I love that it was different than the first
1: cash-in, and it set up this epic atmosphere for the ECW. I like the, the idea of a predetermined cash in to tell them when its going to happen I think the Edge uh, unknown uh, interference, I think, was incredibly important, again, for that character. And then, you know, a what? RVD held on to the, the belt for about a month or so. Because he got busted he, for drugs. He got busted, and who took the belt off him?
0: Edge. There you go. Yeah. Well, he had to lose the ECW title as well. By the way, Dennis, I want you to calm down, all right? Dudley's been making some noises. Don't worry about it. The beautiful thing about this podcast is that if Dudley barks, he'll add some color to it. (laughs) I don't want you to... to, Dud, if you need to bark, let it out, all right, buddy? Not a big deal. Um, But that was the biggest thing. I'm curious how long RVD's run would have been... If he didn't get busted for the drugs, because he had to drop the ECW title because they created that belt for him. To the big show, I think. Yeah. yeah, to the big show. What a great idea that was.
1: And the WWE Championship. I, I don't know how long his run would have been. He never got another chance at the belt. Like a guy like Jeff Hardy, who was never really involved, he got cashed in on once, I think. But other than that, like he's never really been involved in Money in the Bank. Another, like a guy <sighs> like RVD, where that you wonder what their history of being champions would have been without injury and without uh, being busted for for stuff.
0: Could have been very different. This is a weird one. At WrestleMania 23, cash-in winner and then eventually losing the briefcase. First time we saw that.
1: So at WrestleMania 23, uh, won the Money in the Bank. I think he tore his pectoral. He got, it, got it started to start off with a lot of injuries, pissed a lot of people off backstage. Uh, so he dropped the Money in the Bank briefcase to Edge, I think on a random Raw, and either that week or very soon after, cashed in, uh, defeated The Undertaker after uh, Taker had a steel cage match with Batista and then got beat up by Mark Henry.
0: Yeah, This one sucked. It sucked because even though there was probably, whether it was the injury to Kennedy or his attitude, whatever the reason was, the fact that they had to change their mind in the middle kind of takes away from it. So uh, this is one of the weaker ones. It feels like it was more forced. Edge then wins the world title, like you mentioned, from The Undertaker. At this point, Edge is really becoming a top heel. Like he really is. He's becoming that, you know, the Hall of Famer that he became. But. Anytime you see a winner, and it hasn't happened that often in the Money in the Bank history, but somebody win the briefcase and then have to promptly lose it, it kind of sucks. And Kennedy's another one of those guys where I'm curious how far that push would have gone. There were rumors that when they had that angle of Vince McMahon's illegitimate child, <laughs> that it was going to be Mr. Kennedy, and that was going to lead to his big push.
1: Yeah, he just he, you know he, I think he pissed off Orton backstage and did a lot of like stuff that people didn't appreciate. And plus, the injuries didn't help. Uh, he had that big build up to coming back. There was like a 10 man tag. I think he hurt Orton or something happened there, and then he was immediately released. So it's another one of those what ifs. He had all the talent in the world. He was very hot for a short period of time, but never put it all together. All right, WrestleMania 24's
0: Money in the Bank match. So
1: this is uh, the first ever cash in on Raw, uh, Edge cash in on SmackDown. This one was on Raw. CM Punk makes a uh, debut on Raw. He hits the GTS on Edge in the middle of the ring. Edge is in street clothes, but he gets pinned for the good old one, two, three.
0: Yeah, this one sucked. I'll tell you why. <laughs> CM Punk at this moment, just remember where we are. It's 2008. CM Punk's not good enough yet. This is not the CM Punk who became the badass, who's dropping the pipe bomb. This is a a CM Punk that, to me, just did not belong. And I think it was obvious during his brief, sort of brief title run, that it just wasn't a main eventer. And this was the first time I really thought that they just put it on somebody to surprise you. He wins, because obviously to this point, everyone who eventually gets the briefcase wins the championship. At this point, nobody had lost. I'm excluding
1: Kennedy because he lost the briefcase to somebody else.
0: I just felt that CM Punk was a mid-carder.
1: He wasn't a main eventer at this and point. And he, he immediately defended against JBL, which was a weird matchup. And it's just never... I Listen, I obviously was a Punk guy at the time, but it didn't It didn't feel right. And they didn't trust him with it. They just They didn't trust him. And I think this was the title reign... Um, was it this No, it was the next one. The next title around, they take it off. No, this one. This, this is the, the one where they the take b- it off of with the With the scramble and yeah. put it on Jericho. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah.
0: And that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was dumb. Anyhow, let's get to the next one. This, see, the, these last two, we've done in well under two minutes. Well, That's I'm, great. I'm
1: proud of us. WrestleMania 25. Punk wins again. Uh, and he does two GTSs to Jeff Hardy after Hardy just won the belt in a ladder match against Edge. Uh, This one's better. I'm starting to buy CM
0: Punk a little bit more now. See, it's a year later. He's won back-to-back of these uh, Money in the Bank matches. It set up what was a great feud between him and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they had a really good feud, didn't they? Did they main event SummerSlam yeah, in a ladder match? Yeah, the taker match? came back. Yep, that's right. I mean, that was pretty cool. So at that point, you're doing a couple of things. A, you're really legitimizing Punk because he's won this kind of match again, and now I'm starting to take his title reign seriously. He cashed in at the end of the Extreme Rules pay per view. Correct. So it's versatility. They've done Raw. They've done SmackDown. They've had one pre. I'm cashing in at ECW One Night Stand. They've had your stutter at New Year's Resolution, so they went back to the hey, let's wrap up a pay
1: per view with this surprising cash in. The last three have been for the W oh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. The first two for the WWE championship. What do you make of that? Anything? Because the
0: world title was sort of mid-carding at that point.
1: Th- that's what a lot of people say. A lot of people say that the WWE was the main title and the world title was a secondary championship, but it's a world-level championship. So if they're going to designate it as a world-level championship, yeah, maybe it's a step below uh, the WWE championship, but <coughs> it's a world title. Like right now, what is the more important title to you? The Universal or the WWE? They've made it the
0: Universal title. So that, I mean, so it is
1: what it is. I mean,
0: Well, you know how I look at it, and I still go by this with the two titles that we have if you're main eventing a pay per view, you're the main title. Sure. The WWE Championship never main events pay per views. The Universal title is more likely to main event pay per views. This world title would occasionally main event. Yeah. Remember, Undertaker Edge's match at WrestleMania was a world title match. It main evented. The CM Punk Jeff Hardy match we just talked about at SummerSlam, world title match, main event at SummerSlam. That's a main event. 2021, 20, 24. Then, it's, then it stopped. Yeah. yeah all right, fair then enough. Then it became more of a mid card title right, uh, let's get to the last one. This is the final time WrestleMania
1: featured a Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania 26. Jack Swagger wins the Money in the Bank title match at uh, WrestleMania 26, and then pretty much cashes in, was it the week of? Yes, uh, against, on your guy. Against my, my guy, Chris Jericho, on the stupid powerbomb. Stupid edge, stupid powerbomb. Oh, no, I'm with you here.
0: Now, this is all stupid because Jack Swagger, and congrats to Jack Swagger. He's a big MMA guy now. Jack Swagger was nowhere near a main eventer. This was the, the, the biggest example to date, even more than CM Punk in 2008, of it feels like the WWE saying, we got to continue our gimmick. Oh, Jack Swagger. Let's give it to him. Ah, world title. Let's <laughs> give it to him. It sucked. He had no title run. Guy was never a main eventer. At that time, he'd been in the company for 35 seconds. This was... Maybe, to borrow a line from John Hine of the Howard Stern Show, Mm -hmm. a jump-the-shark moment for Money in the Bank early on. This was bad, in my opinion.
1: And it's one of those things where Jericho wasn't really an established champion. He won the belt. You know, from uh, from from Taker and the uh, that uh, elimination chamber, he was the champ for about six weeks. He had a good match with Edge at WrestleMania 26, but it wasn't like Jericho was the big bad, so it wasn't like he was cashing on a main guy, right? As much as I like to say, that, you know. exactly. So I mean, it, it was it, it was lame for a lot of reasons. All right,
0: let's get to the next one, and this is where it may be tough to do two minutes because we are about to begin our very first ever Money in the Bank pay per view. Now, keep this in mind. All right, we just finished WrestleMania 26 jack swagger just won money in the bank (laughs) the money in the bank pay-per-view now is a few months later and at that pay-per-view they're gonna have two money in the bank matches so in the course of two months we now will have not one not two but three money in the bank matches before we get to the first pay-per-view is that not a problem it's too many
1: way too (laughs) many of course it is no, it absolutely was a problem. I think I, li- I don't mind the idea of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. I don't love it. But when they went back to uh, dual-branded shows and only one Money in the Bank briefcase, I think that was... Mu- Listen, I don't mind that they tried it, but I liked that they bailed on it pretty quickly.
0: Now, before we get to the Money in the Bank pay-per-views, let me remind everybody that as the season arrives for us to be doing a lot of traveling, as you're going to go visit grandma, and you're going to go visit grandpa, and you're going to go visit your kids... When you are out driving this holiday season, it's very, very simple. Buckle up, all right? Buckle up. And what I can't believe, because I heard this stat, I I said this is not true 10% of the population still does not wear a seatbelt when driving. I mean, when you get in your car, you hear a ding sound (laughs) over and over again that reminds you, hey, put your stupid seatbelt on, and people still don't do it. How is that possible? It's not And the one thing no one wants to hear, we do not want to hear, well, I was just going around the corner. I forgot to put it on. Don't forget, in 2017, over 10,000 people died in a motor vehicle crash because they weren't wearing their seatbelt. So it's very simple. There is no excuse for not buckling up. Plus, you really want to hear that annoying ding over and over and over and over again? So let's be smart now as you are traveling during this holiday season. All right? Put your seatbelt up. Buckle up what you love. Hashtag click love. Buckle up what you love, like your family, your friends, the New York Met season. (laughs) Buckle it up. (laughs) So let's be smart, everybody. As you're traveling, buckle your seatbelt and be safe. Anyhow. I'm convinced. Thank you
1: very much. Let's get to it. The first ever Money in the Bank pay-per-view in 2010. So Kane wins the, I want to say it was the SmackDown Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. And he was a face at the time. He was a good guy without the mask, the whole thing. And then he cashes in very quickly against his good friend, Rey Mysterio. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I went back and watched this one. Okay. I haven't went back and watched all the Money in the Banks, but I actually went back and watched the one in 2010. This was awful. Hey, here's the thing that jumped out at me. I'm already sick of money in the bank. I'm sick of the concept, like 18 guys being in the ring. You're starting to see similar things as far as the bumps they're taking sure. off the ladder. And I think when you start to have two on the same pay-per-view and another one that followed one at WrestleMania, you're starting to see the predictability of it. The other problem is I don't like Kane in a ladder match. Kane is Kane should be settling for his Inferno matches. And you said he was a face at the time. I'll take your word for it. I had no idea what the hell he was. <laughs> I'm watching this match. I didn't know what he was. But you're right. He cashes it on Rey Mysterio Jr. at the event. So
1: about an hour th- later.
0: Yeah. This is the first time. Remember, they've all been at WrestleMania. We've never seen a cash in
1: at Mania to this point. This is the first time we see
0: the immediate cash in. So at least that
1: part was kind of cool. Was this the match where Big Show was in it and he had his Big Show ladder? Or is that a different one?
0: Uh, you know what's funny? I watched this a week ago and <laughs> I can't really. even remember. <laughs> but you're right. This was SmackDown and it was for the World Heavyweight Championship.
1: So, yeah. So that happens there. Then later on that night. The Miz wins the Raw Money in the Bank Championship, holds on to it for what, about four months, and then in a Raw moment, I don't think any of us will ever forget that poor little girl was so disappointed <laughs> when The Miz gave the skull-crushing finale to Orton after he gets beaten up by uh, Wade Barrett. Okay, so I love this catcher, right? Even
0: though we've seen a lot of Money in the Bank matches, which I just described, this was making a guy a star. I don't know if in any of these other Money in the Banks, we saw a true star made from winning and cashing in. I think Edge was already becoming a star. I think RVD was already a star. Punk, I think they did it too early on. Jack Swagger, give me a break. I think The Miz became, in my eyes, a legitimate main event heel from this cashing and from eventually main eventing WrestleMania and defeating John Cena. So
1: this is one of my more underrated favorite cash-ins because of
0: what it did for The Miz moving
1: forward. See, I love the cash in the moment is unforgettable, but I don't know how much it did for him as a character. He did main event WrestleMania. He did main event WrestleMania. He dropped it at the pay-per-view after that. But my my counter to that is, is that I don't know... Yeah, you know, he he got started, stopped, and started himself over the next couple of years. They turned a face somewhere in the middle there for a period of time, which didn't make any sense. Then he was then he was a pain in the neck, and no one really liked him. The last two or three years, he's become a, 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 a WWE legend because he's been in the company for almost yeah, fifteen it, years look, now. But, all of that is fair, but did he not main event WrestleMania? I, listen, do you, does everyone in main event WrestleMania deserve it? Does everyone? Well, you know what? I he don't. He might know be one of the least he, deserving main events of WrestleMania. <sighs>
0: You may be right about that, but I went into that event thinking, "Boy, this is a good heel." He was a good heel. Remember that video they played before the main event match with, sure John met, with Cena? all the
1: TVs and yeah, that's great. I liked it. I liked it. I it's- just I never bought him as a threat to John Cena. All right, uh, Money in the Bank pay per view number two, two thousand eleven. All right, so we got Alberto Del Rio winning. I want to say the raw the raw briefcase uh, cashing in against CM Punk after a step up and en- seguri after Kevin Nash texted somebody i that was so stupid <laughs> <laughs> all right here let, let's all be honest about this this was the
0: Dumbest (laughs) cash-in they ever could have had. And I mean that with all due respect to Alberto Del Rio. This was about CM Punk. Remember how uh, not that long ago we were talking about how Punk wasn't ready in 2008? At least that was my opinion. We are now in 2011. This is the summer of Punk. (laughs) They just pulled off the pipe bomb. They pulled off him walking out at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, by the way, at this pay-per-view. This pay-per-view, we're not even going to talk about the main event. That was what it was most known for. Punk against John Cena with Punk escaping after he wins the WWE
1: Championship. And that was a stupid match. to So they reunified the titles there because they had two WWE championships. At Champions. SummerSlam, right. And uh, Triple H was the uh, referee. Right. And John Cena had his foot on the ropes, if you remember that. Yeah, he missed it. But but what? Oh, so stupid! It was
0: stupid. They had this great angle, which they messed up a little bit because they brought Punk back too soon. And here's what really annoys me: you want me to geek out completely? I would love that. They count John Cena's title
1: reign. Oh, that's ridiculous. How about that? How uh, about a title reign? Well, Punk was the champion. Rey Mysterio is one of the fifty WWE champions. That counts too. Yeah, the
0: 30 seconds, Rey Mysterio is champion. So (laughs) no offense, Alberto Del Rio, he's irrelevant in this discussion. The fact that Punk won the title, the whole weirdness with Triple H as the referee, the Kevin Nash stuff, they killed all of the great momentum
1: Punk was building up. If you go into, if you go look at the booking of the summer of Punk, I think he jobs to Triple H in there somewhere. He does all these. Eventually he does. Yeah. And then he does all this stuff until he wins the belt at Survivor Series, which I was at. I'm sure you were at, too, at the Garden. Were I was, you at the Garden? I was not there, actually. Oh, you hate the Garden. <laughs> I hate the Garden. <laughs> right, the other Money in the Bank match that night uh, uh, was Daniel Bryan winning the SmackDown Championship. So, so listen, uh, you know I am not the biggest Indies guy in the world, but I saw Bryan Danielson uh, do some shows back in the day. And seeing him win the Money in the Bank, they put the U.S. title on him, I was shocked. They make him in the main event of SummerSlam 2010 in that big seven-man match, I was shocked. And when they put the Money in the Bank on him here, I never thought that was ever going to happen. And it's this is just the very, very beginning of one of the great WWE success stories in history. <laughs> yeah, at the time, I, I certainly didn't see it coming. What was weird is
0: at the time when Brian won, he said, I'm going to cash in at WrestleMania. And then he didn't. <laughs> he cashed in before that. But he turned heel. Right. I guess, I guess that was the whole gimmick of it. And then, isn't that when he then lost the title in 12 seconds to Sheamus yep.
1: at WrestleMania? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so this really was almost the beginning of the yes run for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, cuz this was he, he won in December 2011, he lost in December 2012, and then he's main eventing winning the the SummerSlam the belt at SummerSlam 13. So like that month, year and a half run was uh, some really heavy stuff there.
0: No, pretty impressive. All right, let's get to the very next Money in the Bank. We are now at Money in the Bank 2012, the third pay-per-view.
1: And this is for this is the main eventer version of that of that Money in the Bank. It was like Cena and Orton. It was all main eventers in this match. Right. Cena wins. Uh, hashtag Cena wins. Uh, and he'd, he declares he's going to cash in at Raw 1000, and we see uh, Punk turn heel. <coughs> Excuse me. I,
0: I Look, I like them changing things up. So the, hey, this is when I'm going to cash in thing is kind of cool like RV did, RVD did at ECW. Here's the problem. If you're going to cash in... There needs to be an outcome. Now, this was the first time it was a failed cash in. Because think about it. John Cena cashes in, and you know, whoever wins, it doesn't matter it was a DQ. He doesn't win the championship. That's kind of defeating the whole purpose of the briefcase. He won the briefcase. You want to tell me he's cashing in and he's going to lose, that's fine. But he cashes in and it becomes a schmaz raw match. You almost defeated the whole purpose of the money in the bank match, and that's why that was one of the more disappointing ones. There
1: have been a few ones that certainly other one another one that comes to mind that was a schmaz. I almost wish that if it's, if it's a cash in, it should be like a no DQ or something like that. Because if it's going to be such a big moment that you're going to cash in the, the money in the bank, there should be a decision. And Having uh punk turn heel on rock, big show comes in for some reason and, and yeah punk, what punk, was why was big show there and punk even said at the time he didn't want to turn heel he's one of those guys that he turned himself into the biggest star in the company and then less than a year later he's going to turn heel for no good reason against the rock uh, it's just he wasn't happy about it i'm not happy about it well,
0: I, I disagree with you and punk i thought he was a very good heel
1: oh he's a great heel but when you're the biggest star in the company why would you turn heel <laughs> for no real reason there was no reason yeah, for him to turn heel you know
0: there. what his character at the time was the badass he was stone cold steve austin in a
1: way it so was forced it was forced. It's like when they turned Austin heel in uh, 2001. Oh, that was far worse, though. I, I completely agree. But, I mean, I, my point being the same, though, is that, like, it was, uh, you know, a, a bad decision in retrospect. Eh. Bad right. decision in the moment, bad decision in retrospect. The other cast, should, though, actually worked out, I thought. He was there to show the world. The night after WrestleMania, WrestleMania 29, I want to say? I think 29, yeah. So uh, No, Dol- 28. Tw- so, Dolph Ziggler... No, 29. Uh, it was 29. Dolph Ziggler <laughs> with uh, AJ Lee and Biggie Langston in tow cashes in after a zigzag and, and in like a, a somewhat competitive match against Alberto Del Rio. I think what
0: was appealing about it was the crowd reaction. Unbelievable. Because this is the first time now we're getting a Raw after WrestleMania cash in. We're seeing all these firsts, right? And the other thing that made this one different is before when they had the money in the bank at WrestleMania, they said, you have until WrestleMania. That was their gimmick. You have until WrestleMania. Now, because the pay-per-view is in June, I think they stopped specifying when... Oh, It was one year? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, one year. That allowed WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania to become a factor. And I think that's what made it. I don't remember much about Dolph Ziggler's title run, which is probably indicative of
1: how lame his title run was, but I do remember the cash-in, and I think the crowd is what made it. The crowd is what made it. That's the first one I think about when you think about the Raw to WrestleMania crowd. Dolph Ziggler is a two-time world champion. One time, uh, he was awarded the title by Vicky Guerrero and then dropped it immediately. I don't even remember that. He was awarded it on SmackDown and dropped it immediately back to Edge. And then the other time was this moment. He is... He, he was one of the most underrated guys in the company, and now, you know, like you're seeing with a lot of these WWE guys right now, they're not using them right. And at the time, where was Ziggler going to go? He's not going to go anywhere, and he's still technically with the company, I guess, but it's one of those guys that was as hot as anything in the world, but when you don't give him a good story and you don't use him right, six years later, the crowd... Probably couldn't care less.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Now we get to the emotional final double Money in the Bank pay-per-view. In 2013, right before they combined the titles, this is the final time we are subjugated to multiple
1: Money in the Bank matches. So, <laughs> Randy Orton. Uh, so, Daniel Bryan. Def- let's, let's go back a little bit. <laughs> John Cena is going to play. I'm going to defend my title at SummerSlam. But for some reason, they gave him the ability to choose his opponent. So everyone's on the stage on Raw. Who are they going to choose? Who is John Cena going to choose to defend his title against? And little diminutive Daniel Bryan comes out of the crowd. Great doing his jet chant, Tremendous chant. And goes over clean Cena at SummerSlam 13 with the running knee, which is I think is called a knee plus if, it's even ha- if it even has a name. Uh, and then immediately after, shockingly, the man of many H's, kick, pedigree, confetti, Randy Orton junior new Did you hate this? Hated it. See, I didn't hate it. Hated it.
0: You know why I didn't hate this one? The more I think about it? Because I think it led to the perfect storyline, even if they didn't plan it. They didn't plan That's why I hated it, because they didn't plan it. Well, but they did give us Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton at the next pay-per-view. They gave us Daniel Bryan beating Randy Orton. And, and
1: then, then they the took it the away refer- from him again.
0: Yeah, I thought that was too much. Shawn Michaels screwed Daniel Bryan at one point, which didn't make a lot of sense. So, I look... If Daniel Bryan wins and there's no cash in, what happens? And that's the reason why it wouldn't have worked. What happens? Okay, great. He's champion after SummerSlam. There's no slow build. There's just nothing. He's champion. Great. Who's he fighting? Is he just going to defend the title now? I think, look, you want to tell me Randy Arton's the wrong guy? Fine. You want to tell me the writing that fall was bad? Fine. But I like the idea of a heel cashing in on Daniel Bryan so Daniel can then chase.
1: If that was the plan all along, I would love it. I think it's brilliant. It wasn't the plan at the time. They eventually retconned it, and it worked out. So I guess it's hard to say. You know what? It was the worst thing that's ever happened. But in the moment, Daniel Daniel Bryan is the WWE champion.
0: Yeah, that's the beauty of it. And, and then, they then he loses it. Away it. From him. Yes, oh. it was brilliant.
1: Damn emotions.
0: Now, now let's get to maybe the worst Money in the Bank. It was from that pay-per-view, and maybe this was the moment they realized we should only have one Money in the Bank match.
1: John Cena's in the ring. He's doing his talking stick, and Damian Sandow comes down. Again, this is a longer match, uh, but he gets a- attitudinally adjusted and loses his Money in the Bank and <laughs> loses the match. Damian
0: Sandow. Damian Sandow. Damian Sandow. Is that not the problem? He wins the money. And first of all, that Money in the Bank match, I can't even remember the names, but it was mid-card central.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great.
0: It was not great. This is when there was a clear difference between the WWE and the world title. This was the extreme moment. And I think that's when they realized we got to do something. Even though Cena was champion,
1: there just was such a
0: difference between the two belts at this point. Guys like
1: Sandow, like Cody Rhodes at the time, like there was talent but they just they didn't put it all together what was so interesting about with Sandow is that a couple of years later he reinvents himself and has that great run or great run a really good run as Mizdow that was his best moment so it's so interesting he he's a Sandow's a talented guy he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and it's, it stains him because, you know what, he probably didn't deserve the world title, but he didn't deserve a, a Money in the Bank cash-in loss either. <laughs> and you, can't, you know, I don't know if you've seen too many guys come back from that other than those, the, uh, the upper, upper main event guys. So if you lose your Money in the Bank cash-in, you look like a clown. So yeah, it, this it, it, is, he never recovered from it. Is this only our
0: second failed cash-in? It was John Cena in the DQ and now Damian Sandow. Yeah. That's it. All right. Now... We get back to when there is only one Money in the Bank. We have gotten through the first four years of double Money in the Bank. It's 2014. We have now combined the championships. It's the WWE World Championship, and we have our Money in the Bank match in 2014.
1: Seth Rollins holds on to the briefcase for about nine or ten months, and during the main event of WrestleMania 31. We hear we don't hear burn it down. We hear the bu- 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 bu. it comes running down. It somehow becomes a triple threat match, which was an interesting retconning of the uh, cashing in. I kind of love that. We haven't seen that since. And then he defeats Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania 31 to become your WWE World Heavyweight Champion. So
0: a couple of things that pay per view uh, they ended up having basically two Money in the Bank matches. Uh, Daniel Bryan had to give up the championship at that point because he was hurt. So I think the original Money in the Bank match became a match for the vacated WWE World Championship. So there were two multi-man ladder matches, however you want to phrase it. Um, This was a great cash-in, and I think they had to do it because the crowd was against Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. It was too quick to give us Brock (laughs) Lesnar, Roman Reigns. And I think as we got closer to WrestleMania, even though it was obvious... It was still awesome. We knew they had to do it. Yeah, Rollins was going to be the only way the crowd basically didn't riot. And I think it was done really, really well. And again, it was different because now you've got a cash in, not just at WrestleMania,
1: but in the main event of WrestleMania. And I think the only person that was really upset with it was Roman Reigns' dad because I, Reigns hadn't had the belt yet. People forget about this. Yeah. He, he didn't have the belt yet. And uh, later on, uh, was it the next year, all three members of the Shield uh held onto the belt within half an hour. We'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, But uh, it was it was a great moment. And when I think of WrestleMania moments in the last you know 15 years, uh, Rollins swinging the belt over his head. It was great. And WrestleMania 31 unexpectedly. That that was a hot storyline that summer, too. They had a main event heel. You had the J&J uh, security. You had a corporate cane. You had a nice little stable going on there. It was a good run until he got hurt.
0: Yeah, that was great. I mean looking back on it it was fantastic. Let's get to the next one. Money in the bank
1: 2015. Sheamus 415. I just kicked your arse. Sheamus wins the money in the bank. brokes, kicks Roman Reigns to defect uh to um, to defeat Roman Reigns right after he defeated Ambrose to win the title because I think the title vacated. was vacated. It was from
0: Rollins. Yeah. That was Roman Reigns' first title win and Sheamus cashed in Ten, 10 seconds later, this is... 4.15 later. 4.15, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. How can I get that wrong? This is a perfect example of we need someone to win. We need to have a cash and Calm down, Dudley. Dudley, I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. All right. We have to have somebody win. And so it's got to be Sheamus. Do you like
1: Sheamus or something like
0: that? All right, you talk
1: about this while I let him out. Go it's ahead. a shameful thing. I'm just uh, sing his song. Uh, yeah, Sheamus. Listen, he won the belt for the first time in 2009 in a tables match against John Cena. I think he's one of the shortest time in the in the company before winning the belt for the first time. So he beats uh, Cena for the belt in 09 in a tables match, and then six years later, you know, listen, he was was he with he wasn't with Cesaro at this point, but he was no no he was a singles competitor yeah. and he
0: wasn't a main eventer
1: anymore. No, it was with was he with the uh, the uh, UN, uh, no, they, League of Nations? So here's the
0: thing, bro. They made that. Out of, w- out of it? They needed to salvage the fact that they gave Sheamus this victory, and they wanted him to win the title. And so it became a storyline for a month and a half, and it just didn't go anywhere. I like Sheamus. I have nothing against him. At this point, he just didn't fit. Not at this point, no. And, and I think that's the biggest problem. This is the premier example of what I've talked about at the beginning. We have to have a money in the bank. We have to have a winner. Let's surprise people. And oh, yeah, that guy has to eventually win the championship.
1: Listen, we see this in sports with MVPs from time to time. Like this guy gets an MVP because you don't want to give it to LeBron or we don't want to give it to Barry Bonds or whoever. So you have to give an MVP, so let's have some fun with it. That's Eh. what they do here with the money in the bank. It's ridiculous.
0: All right, let's get to the next one. We are now in the year 2016.
1: Roman Reigns is a WWE World Heavyweight Champion. He loses clean to the heel Seth Rollins, which I couldn't get over because even at that point, Roman just booked strong. And then Ambrose, face Ambrose, uh, cashes in on heel Rollins to win the WWE Championship. Within half an hour, all three members of the Shield were, would have been champion. That
0: was cool. I like this one. This one was good. This is a rare good money in the bank if you look at the last five years of them. Uh, the reason why Roman Reigns lost, which was stunning, is that he just got busted for PEDs. Oh
1: right,
0: and that's why they had wow. him lose. I'm convinced okay. that's why. And clean,
1: they were probably pissed off at. Me. Oh
0: yeah, so they said not only are we taking the belt off you, but we're gonna we're gonna humble the crap out of you. Plus, I think what you said made sense. The idea that all all three Shield members were champions within five minutes of each other. This one's good. You know, I think Dean Ambrose was ready for the push. He became WWE champion. He actually became WWE champion when it was undisputed. And the brand split was happening. The brand split was about to happen. So he was your last undisputed champion in that brief time where they merged the titles. And he held on to the WWE title until AJ Styles beat him. And we all know what happened after that. So I like this cash-in. And the fact that it was right away was kind of cool, too. I think sometimes that's good to just have it boom right then and
1: there. Um, I like this one. This is Ambrose's only WWE Championship, and he was the original face of SmackDown. So you, you really thought they believed in him to be the guy. They did. So they he had the belt for about four months. Dropped it to AJ, who that's eventually, not a bad run.
0: Right? Then they had a good feud together.
1: Had a good feud, yeah. No, you're. Except, no, you're except wrong they got about that, that schmuck involved. And then Jericho is fighting with Ambrose and his plants. So they never really treated him too right. <laughs> it's the reason he went back to the Indies. But the cash in, in the moment and the, the the idea of the Shield all having the belt within five minutes of each other had some fun stuff. All right, let's get to the last two, and they're all bad.
0: 2017,
1: oh. Darren Corbin is cashing in on SmackDown Live against whatever you do, make sure you do not hinder (laughs) Jinder on SmackDown Live. By the way, speaking of Jinder, when I went
0: back and watched some of these old money in the banks, I see young Jinder Mahal and young Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing to think that Jinder became champion and McIntyre is this big monster now. Um This is the worst example of, well, we just have to have somebody win. Luckily, it didn't turn into anything. So it kind of sucks that Baron Corbin won it,
1: but I'm glad he didn't go on to become champion because that
0: wouldn't have made any sense. And then he gets
1: hurt because, again, a year and a half later, part of it he's dressed like a valet. Part of it is that they haven't booked him well. But you lose the money in the bank cash and you look like a jerk. And Cena has the um, stunning ability to suck the uh, the (laughs) heat of anybody he works with. Poor Zack Ryder. Poor, you know, all the other people don't he's blame worked with. Cena. Corbin wasn't any good. Uh, but no, Cor- no, they still believe in him. And I think Corbin is good. He was great in NXT. You don't watch NXT. No, I don't. He was great in NXT, Correct. but they didn't use him well here or on the main roster. And, you know, in retrospect, again, a year and a half later, People don't even talk about it. They're listing all his accomplishments before I know. They never mentioned that.
0: <laughs> How about winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale? They don't Royal? talk
1: about that either, yes. Yeah,
0: they're taking away some of his good accomplishments. I don't know. All right, let's get to, oh, that year, too, there was a women's money in the bank match. The first time they ever did that one. So
1: the women's revolution is in full swing. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. yes. I could smell fabulous. Good. I'm proud of myself. That was good. So that was surprised Carmella winning that Money in the Bank. She cashed in uh, what uh, a yearly right after WrestleMania 32. Against Charlotte Flair, that was shocking. She hits the kick. I think uh, we're up to thirty three now. Was it thirty three? Yeah, yeah. two years ago. Yeah, thirty three or thirty four. Uh, kicks Charlotte, wins by surprise. Had a decent run, and it's it's just interesting because she's a heel at the time. She has a decent run of the title. You know, as a as a weak champion, a, uh, a as they say, a chicken ass uh, champion, kind of right. running away from stuff. Right. But then she she parlays that into this interesting run with truth. Listen, she's not going to be a main eventer with it, but she's a regular character. I, and it's not the worst thing that's no, no, ever happened. Look, I have no problem with her. Here's the problem I have.
0: How do you have a historic moment? They want to make these historic. moments. Oh, I moments. forgot about
1: this. Good God.
0: Oh, uh, you calm down now? I'm about to bring this up. <laughs> the little schmuck, that's what I call him because I forget his name.
1: No, oh, come on, James.
0: Oh, James uh, Whitfield.
1: Ellsworth. Ellsworth. There you go. There
0: you go. You're going to have the first ever women's Money in the Bank match, and you're going to have the winner determined because of James Ellsworth? I forgot about that. That's how brutal. How
1: sexist is that? That's not good. I mean, seriously. That's worse than Santino Marella winning Miss WrestleMania 25th. That's far worse than that.
0: How, how putrid is that? So I have nothing against Carmella. The surprise of Carmella, her title run. But James Ellsworth hands her the victory. That was very,
1: very anti-woman. Oh, I'm not happy about it. I'm with you on that.
0: All right, let's go to last year's Money in the Bank. Let's start with the women there, too. Because
1: it happened first. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss wins your Money in the Bank. Uh, it's, she interrupted the uh, Nia Jax and Rousey, hits uh, Rousey with the briefcase, uh, DDTs Nia Jax and pins her to uh, win the belt. Perfect. She's uh, great.
0: Perfect. She's She's a heel. I think she always has to be a heel. You can't make her a face.
1: She's never been a face. She was a face when she first came out in NXT. But again, you don't watch NXT. No, no, no.
0: When she's been doing all these mic segments, sometimes she comes across like a face. Sometimes. Sometimes. But she's the perfect chicken-ass heel, if you will. And that was the perfect kind of cash. And that's how they should have
1: initially done the women's money in the bank. Instead of James Ellsworth getting involved. Alexa Bliss is tremendous. She's a tiny little thing. So sometimes it's hard to imagine her going up against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and all this other stuff. But she is, character-wise, when she was hurt for all this time, they had to keep her on TV. She's that good. Um, So it was a great moment. And she's one of those heels you love to hate. Like That's kind of like why Miz turned face this time. Although it's been a good face run. But she's so good. Eventually, she's she might be you know a Becky Lynch type face at some point. It wouldn't shock me. Uh, let's get to the last one: the monster in the bank in San Antonio, Texas. They announced it beforehand with Mick Foley as a reference. This isn't even a year old, and it feels like uh, forever ago. <laughs> uh, he gets knocked out through the cage. Lesnar uh, somehow uh, defends. So this is like what? Nothing happened. It was a no contest. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid.
0: <laughs> this was I didn't even know he cashed in. That was the weird part about it. <laughs> I would I think during it cuz I at this point I'm doing instant reactions. If you go back to my 2018 uh whatever pay-per-view they Hell fought a at Hell in the Cell. If you go back to my twenty eighteen Hell in the Cellamson reaction, I think I am confused about <laughs> if this was a
1: cash in or not. Well, because they announced the match like a month beforehand, but why was it a, like he was probably the number one contender anyway? So they've never done this before. This is the one thing they haven't done yet: is have the Money in the Bank briefcase winner be the number one contender, right? Lose the match, and then do it. the cash. I like that.
0: <laughs> see, that's see what they need is creativity right.
1: at this point. That would be
0: creative. I thought he was going to cash in at SummerSlam. And I thought that would have been cool, and he was teasing that at SummerSlam with Roman Brock Lesnar. He sort of got involved. That's what made the Roman's victory not 100%. This was terrible. First of all, Braun Strowman doesn't need a cash-in. I just think he's one of those guys where it doesn't make sense. And then you confuse us all, and if he's actually using the cash-in, I think that's what they should have done. Braun fights Roman Reigns. They fight this classic match. Roman barely wins, and then right after, <laughs> Strowman says, "Ah, let's do it again," and that's how he wins the
1: title. I think it's a way to do it with guys like Strowman, and this is the problem Big Show always had. It's how do you have this guy defeated, you know, in a reasonable way? Because you can't have Strowman as a champ for too long because no one's going to be able to beat him. And then you know, you can't put the belt on him and they do it in these weird ways. So it was a weird booking corner they put themselves into. And you know, a guy like Strowman, again, a year and a half ago, was was the toast of the company. Every thought he was going to be the next not to steal his term, the next big thing. And uh, they nerfed him out of it. So, like, it's one of those things that you see a lot of uh, stories going on in the world right now that people are like, the Eh. the ratings are down because the storytelling's crappy. And you know what? They're not too wrong about that. No.
0: So we have now covered every single WWE money in the bank. Real quick, do you have a favorite from all of the ones that we went through? The favorite cash? Yeah, we're going cash. I'm
1: going to say Miz. The Miz one certainly sticks out to me because that was... Uh, a lot of fun, and I'm not the biggest Orton guy in the world. I like the, uh, the second CM Punk and because uh, again, that led into a really good feud with with Hardy and The Undertaker, and he was a little more established at that point. And I think, you know, the, the reaction for Ziggler, but my favorite one is the one that started it all, uh, was Edge, Edge cashing yeah. in. Yeah, that was a great moment.
0: I think if I had to pick
1: one, I'm going with Seth Rollins,
0: because it is WrestleMania, it's you know, the main event of WrestleMania is a sacred thing, and it's cool that forever now, when we get to 31, you've got to throw in Seth Rollins cashed in the WWE championship.
1: Yeah, it's the, deferred, the defining image of that show. Absolutely.
0: Now, real quick, we have a Money in the Bank match. We have two of them, the women's match and the men's match. Quick predictions. I'll tell you the names of who's involved and see if any of them make sense to win this year's Money in the Bank. First with the women, Natalia. Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss,
1: Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella. Do any of them make sense? No, in no way do they make sense. I would say if so. If here's all right. So this is kind of recounting the entire show. If Becky defeats um, uh, the Southern Belle, uh, Lacey Evans, right, and then loses in the schmas to Charlotte Flair. So uh, let's say uh, Becky is going to be the the Raw Women's Champion. So let's say if we're putting that out there. I think Alexis, Alexa Bliss winning it again makes the most sense Well, for but me. can I ask a dumb question? Please. Okay. So we had discussed how they had two Money in the Bank
0: matches for each title. Sure. They don't do that anymore, even though we have multiple titles. Sure. You've got three guys or three gals from Raw, three from SmackDown, or it's four and four. I forget how many people are in this stupid thing. It's four and four, actually. It's eight people. Can you cash in on either champion? Well, or if do you have to stay with the brand you're on? Are you a wild card? <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. It's all freaking confused. I don't even know what the rules are. You know who I think should win
1: the women? Bailey. And I'll tell you why. Perfect way to turn heel can they turn her here?
0: Why the hell not? What are they doing I'm with her anyway? Now?
1: I think that makes a ton of sense. I think they can put it on Mandy Rose. That would be a, 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 they wouldn't do a ton with it. Ember Moon is, is great, but they don't, they don't know what to do with her there. Where's Asuka? Did she just, is she hurt? What yeah, happened what happened her? to her? Uh, she beats Becky Lynch a couple of months ago, right before WrestleMania. Yeah, made her disappears. tap out. Uh, Natalya and Dana Brooke, I can't imagine at this point. Naomi, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she took it, but uh, I think, listen, Alexa Bliss and Blaley are probably my two favorite uh, women's wrestlers. So I'd be happy if either of them won.
0: Let's get to the men. We've got Braun Strowman, who won last year. Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, another past winner. Ali. Now they're just calling him Ali. Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton, also a past winner.
1: You cannot put it on Randy Orton. I don't care. I don't care. Cannot put it will it on not it. be put on Randy Orton. Uh, it I'm won't confident. be. It won't be Strowman. Won't be Strowman. I agree. Uh, so I think I think it could it probably won't be Baron Corbin. There's only one guy who can win this. No, I disagree. I th- so I think it could how be, do you know who I'm gonna even say? You're gonna say Drew McIntyre. Yes. But I'm coming back. <laughs> correct. You are correct. I think you could put it on Ricochet if you're gonna shoot him to the moon, but they're already having him job to Bobby Roode, so maybe not there. Uh, Finn Balor, you could put him very easily in the main event again. So I think that's something they can do. Uh, But I think, yeah, Drew McIntyre, who somehow is almost as big as Braun Strowman, uh, if you see him next to each other, he's a huge dude. Uh, It's a very easy way to have him go over Seth Rollins at some point, maybe Survivor Series or something like that, to build to maybe Rollins winning the belt back at WrestleMania 36.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's the way I look at it. 90% of the time, the person will eventually become champion, right? It's usually also a heel, because if it's a face... How are they doing it? Are they just announce it? Like, if Ricochet wins, what's he going to do? He's not going to do it from behind, and if right. he does,
1: that that's weird. it's weird. That's not a guy you could turn heel very easily either. No,
0: he's not a heel. You can't. Ricochet
1: is a face, period. Unless you would want to turn Finn heel, uh, that'd be fun.
0: Would people boo him, though? If he takes it from Kofi? Uh... What type of personality would he have? What's Finn Balor as a heel? You tell club, me. You've bowl seen club. it, right? Bullet Club, yeah, absolutely. And what was he, just a badass?
1: Yeah, just a badass guy. I love Finn Balor. He, only had, a little, he had a light-up jacket in uh, New Japan. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's a badass guy. He could talk. For a guy, Like it's amazing to me, Like a guy like EC3 they bring up who could talk. They don't let him talk. And then they have a guy like Finn Balor who is is a badass talker, a badass worker, and they just have him smiling and jumping on people and doing sling blades. Yeah. Turn him heel. Why not? I'm not against it. I just don't think they will
0: do it. I think it's going to be Drew McIntyre because I think he's the guy in this mix of eight guys who will be the next one to win a championship. And
1: I think that's probably an easy way to get the belt off Kofi. I'm not saying they do it tomorrow. But if you take it off in October, October, November, December, Is next he whenever even on SmackDown, who? Drew McIntyre. <laughs> no, he's on Raw, but he's a wild. <laughs> he's card.
0: He's a wild card.
1: <laughs> How dope was that? But I kind of. But I kinda, now that we're talking about it, I like the idea of uh, the Money in the Bank taking it off uh, Kofi because it's a really easy way to get some cheap heat. Uh, oh yeah, when we get when we need to get there. No,
0: I, I think that absolutely makes sense. I think I think you're 100 percent right that it's an easy way to take it off of him. I just look at those guys in it, and to me, it's Drew McIntyre. I don't see any of those other guys winning a championship. Strowman is not going to be that guy. It seems like his push has gone away. Ricochet's a face. Ali and Andrade are just not there yet. Randy Orton, forget about. The Finn Balor idea isn't crazy if you're going to turn him heel, but they're not. And Baron Corbin, I just I can't look at him anymore.
1: Listen, if you, if you do it with Andrade, if they believe in him, they can easily do the heel thing with him as well. I don't think they will, but if he wins the money in the bank, which I wouldn't be completely shocked by... That's a way to, to, to put someone over. Very good.
0: Did you enjoy this podcast? This is fun. This was a lot of fun. The next podcast I will be doing will be the instant reaction to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which takes place on Sunday, May 19th. After that, next week, you're going to love this one, Dennis. It's the first ever Father Podcast. Hey. Me and a few other dads will be talking tips, advice, and things we do completely wrong On fatherhood, our topic will be traveling with our son or daughter. I don't even own a plant.
1: I have no no living thing under my responsibility, so I can't even weasel my way into that one.
0: Well, you did a very good job handling (laughs) Dudley before he started barking and going crazy. I appreciate it. Hey, good job at it, Dudley. Dudley uh, lasted about a half hour with us before he barked, and I had to let him go. Not bad. Thank you to Dennis. You can follow him on Twitter, DHAPshow, at DHAPshow. I'm proud of you for remembering. That's right. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. Bye now.